From wedding rings to many things in one generation, from shaitels to matels in one generation, from black hats to Aton cats in one generation, from rabbi sheer to non-kosher beer one generation, from gedorim to gnadorim in one generation, from dafyomi to ravioli, from tznias to suas, from tefillin to killin, from feminism to progressivism, from kolal to the kotel. From base Yaakov to base Ment, from Yeshiva to Shiva, from seminary to secretary in one generation, from first date to fat steak in one generation, from engagement to enslavement in one generation, from Kinderlach to Nadelach in one generation, from Sum Bayu to Screw Bayu, Hartichel to Don Richel, from Gartel to Farfel, open minded to She's a Findin. Milchigs to Fleishigs in one generation. Hatzalamacher to Shetelmacher. From rabbis to sandflies. From religion to pigeons in one generation. This is a Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. Avery and IJ. Shidduch rap. Right here on 95.5 NTSAM. Avery, welcome back. Nobody Talks Shaduchim Podcast, episode 38. Are we on 38 already? Wow. 38? That's pretty good. <laughs> I think I started, I left at 21. 22? <laughs> yes. Uh, right when you were, you know, right when the show was legal to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You left. Um, and uh, we're going to be discussing this episode, Serious Relationships. Serious relationships is a topic. Yeah, and uh, other stuff. I mean, basically, like, Avery and IJ rap Shaduchim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi, it's Hani from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. Dating sites are a bit technical and so tedious to operate. Now, there's an all-new way to get access to Shaduch resumes and meet that special somebody. The Shaduchim group on WhatsApp by Shachin Shifi has hundreds of guys and girls' resumes posted to it. Resumes are posted, and you can contact whoever posted that resume if you're interested in going out with that person. The group has dozens of matches made every week. To join the group, WhatsApp 443-333-7363 to join the Shaduchim WhatsApp group by Shachin Shifi. Uh, so have you ever been in a serious relationship before? What's it like to be in a serious relationship? Conversations you should have, you have mm-hmm. to have. How do people do it? Who's supposed to bring up these conversations? Who? Which one? Is it? Is it the guy? Is it the girl? It's always the guy, right? Is it All the, the parent? bad is, is the it guy. The shotgun? All the bad is the guy. All the, the good ba- is the girl, right? Uh, that's how they see it. It depends. <laughs> it depends. If it doesn't work out, it's the guy's fault. I can tell you that. How many serious relationships do you think you've been in? Um, <clears throat> whoa. I don't know. That wasn't supposed to happen. How many serious relationships have I been in? 
I think they're all serious to an extent. Ooh, you have like to treat that. them all seriously. Every single girl I went out with, I think I treated seriously. And I love that. I love that. They're all serious. Now, serious getting to the point where you think that you can marry them. Not too many of those, but there, there is an extent. There is something about treating every relationship seriously and coming up with serious reasons to say no or say yes to this person or to continue going out either, you know, even if you can't find something important about going out with them or why to continue going out with them or why you should stop going out with them or why you should keep going out with them. You have to treat all those things that come up in your mind, all those important factors seriously. And I only think people just don't. And um, Avery, you become so wise with this information. Mm-hmm. What's changed with <laughs> you? Like what? Experience. <laughs> Experience, <laughs> huh? Experience. Uh, so I, I feel like that's, you know, the politically correct answer right there, where like you have to treat every relationship seriously. I, I like, I actually, not honestly, I feel like I do. But sometimes you you don't. Sometimes you just got to play the game mm-hmm. because you're not into that person. What do you mean you don't treat them seriously? Like, what do you... Meaning, like, sometimes I will realize, like, this isn't a, a match for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to kind of lighten up and... Take, have have know, a good time. Make sure there's a pathway to uh, to to exit. Right. <laughs> Just ensure that she because pays the bill at like, the end of the date. I I've been out with girls who had had a great time. They were beautiful, really solid girls. Uh, you know, solid girls, solid girls. But it wasn't there. No chemistry. Mm-hmm. No, that factor. You know, my will to commit departed. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, sometimes I, I have seen absolutely girls and for sure I know guys who they're going to lighten up a lot and even sound disrespectful, but you know, it's over to them. Right. I, I just went out with someone one and done. What do you mean that you sound disrespectful? What do you mean it was disrespect. Well, I could tell that this girl was Nana, we we get set oh, okay. up. Shot and message me. She's she's you know she's interested. It looks good. And this is a very pretty girl. She's got a, got a you know very tight kind of resume that I feel like I can connect with. Mm-hmm. Uh, just given certain backgrounds and things. But of course, I know it doesn't mean anything until you meet them in person. But you can get some idea off the resume, which I did. Mm-hmm. We met, and just I don't know. A few minutes in, she her head was not in it. So she did not treat me. She she did not treat the process respectfully. She was dazing out. She, her mind was not on the conversation. Her mind was elsewhere. Mm-hmm. She was delayed responses. I'm like, where are you coming from? Like, did you just smoke some pot or something? Mm. Because you're so out of it. But I kept, I bit my tongue. I said, you know what? She might not be coming into this beginning of what could be a relationship. The shit date. Respectfully, I'm going to treat it respectfully. And I did my best job. And we got some hot apple cider. We did everything. I did everything right. And I don't know, like 25 minutes in after we get to the place, she's like, okay, you want to go now? 
And in my mind, I'm like, oh, mm. I'm screwed. That's it. Like, like, why, why would you waste my time? Right. Honestly, at that point, I'm like, just. Well, maybe it was something <laughs> that she found in your car that she, or just like as soon as she got there, she's, which uh, is, I, which says I a lot took, about her because I, even still, uh, even Avery, if you don't like them, you have to go. I took play, my mother's car through the game. I took my mother's car. Oh, okay, then then we can't. I took my we can't car. blame that factor. Then in that case, maybe uh, she was, was not having messy. an off night. It was not messy. I have a messy car. Okay. It was another car, very clean. Yeah. Maybe she was having an off night. Serious story. Really? I didn't know. Okay. I know you started taking well, your Well, I was car. just saying, uh, well, mine's in the shop. My console broke. Mm, that's tough. Yeah. Console. Oh, Rhymes with tonsil. Okay. Consoles. So, I, I mean, th- does that make any sense to you? Like, do you think... I uh, think so. Do you think... I mean, you're like coming in with like this whole higher than thou attitude. Well, we have to treat it seriously. Like, I'm telling you right now, people don't treat it seriously. They get turned off by something mm-hmm. and it's dead. And it's not right. Yeah. I can say, for the most part, 90% I've put in on every date, at least as full an effort as I possibly could at the time. Of course, there are times when you can't and you're just not in the mood or you're not feeling so great or something that they said or did bothered you and you're just going to take it to heart and you just think that it's not for you or... You just think that this is a waste of time and you just take it to heart. But at the same time, you really need to focus on what the date is about. And a date, a shit up date, any date, anytime you go meet and speak to somebody, the only thing that you're trying to find out is about them. I think we kind of, we really have to get over ourselves in life <laughs> when it comes to That's serious relationships, to especially guys, because the nature of guys in relationships when you get serious and when you get to marriage you're going to have to be the giver i heard rabbi sandler talking about this on one of his marriage germ alicia sandler from uh alicia sandler from uh shar yashar mm-hmm. yeah the former shar yashar boy right here exactly guys have to give no matter what you take your bad day at work home with you you take your bad day at the office your struggling sales job home with you your wife is going to be miserable, I think. Uh, and yeah, if you imagine. take it, if right, you have to leave it by the door. But if you come home and say that, you know, and and this goes for dating too. You don't take your terrible day with you in dating because that's just it's just a revelation into what your future and marriage is going to be like. But if you take your day that was really nice or bad, and you just come home and say something positive to the person that you're going out with, or the, to the person that you're in a relationship with. You're going to give them everything, and that's going to feel very good, even if you had a rough day. So, again, serious relationships, it's going to take work, and a lot of the work is going to end up being on guys. Um, there's work for girls, too, but, you know, let's not specify exactly. This guy, this guy over I send but, his, hey, I girls send have to, to carry, Iraq, and he comes back girls, this uh, hippie peace love. Girls have there. to carry the baby. <laughs> that's tough. I mean, we don't have to do that. So. Yeah, but we have to have a bris. Unless they get a surrogate. Did you hear what Rabbi uh, uh, Eisenberger said the other episode? Uh, I didn't hear that, no. I wasn't... Uh, so I haven't heard... I, you know, have to do I, I know women complain about the guys learning Talmud and putting on tefillin, but I never hear them complaining about the bris Mila. We don't remember the bris. <laughs> <laughs> we don't remember okay, it. So, it so, does happen. So I like that approach. I think, I think you have a really solid point there. First thing that w- us two are um, preaching to our Shidduch podcast however here is, you know, you you treat every relationship seriously. And I, as IJ, as a dater out there, Avery, as a dater out there, 
we're telling the Oilam, like, I'm telling you, girls, guys, whoever's listening, like, you know, please treat him with respect. This, Even if you're like, you know, it's not for me, I don't think so. You can kind of, I think, let loose at the end, but really give it a good, you know, you're spending an hour, two hours together, half the time be serious, and then mm-hmm. if you see it kind of going a little way, you could kind of let loose on that. I mean, that's yeah. good. Now, now, now let me ask you, though, mm-hmm. now, like, you're, you know, you're past a few dates already, and, okay, so you're, it's not a first date, it's not a second date, you're actually now seeing someone, mm-hmm. you're responding to all your friends, all the Shadchanim out there. Busy, busy, busy. very happily busy. B-U-S-Y. Yeah. B-U-S-Y. Okay. I have, I have stories about that, but I'll give them to myself. B-U-S-Y. Okay. Um, so now where's the, where is, where is, where are serious relationships at this point? Whose job is it to bring up the fact that this is serious? So it, it depends, first of all, obviously on your community, who you are, who you're with. If you're going out for seven months, you know, in some communities, that's not serious. If you're going out for a week, in some communities, that's basically engagement. So mm-hmm. I think our podcast community, the people that listen to this podcast, the majority of people, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that listen, if I do know our demographics decently well, better yes. than the Trump campaign did this last year. <laughs> but how dare if, <laughs> come on, that was easy. But if I know our demographics pretty well, I think the majority of people with between two and three months is a valid time to say that this is a serious Right. Relationship. They're, now, before that, they're talking about engagement. Right. right. right, right. Two or three months, you'll be engaged. Yeah. Two, yeah. three months. Right. right. So, like, before that, the job, right. the job to get serious always starts with the guy. Uh, don't rely on the shotgun for these type of conversations because a shotgun is not going to be there for your entire now, life. What if, but what if the guy's not at all alleviating the situation by? releasing some information or going there. I mean, it, it, it should, should the girl ask him? Cause I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. I've seen that girls are going to be like, okay, so where are we? What's mm-hmm. going on here? You know, the one drink Corona from, yeah. from, from, uh, over the border. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. But the girls, they'll just go, they're not so direct. Guys are direct. So if they ask us, we'll say exactly where we are. You know, you ask a girl, it, it's going to take feeling time and thinking time and they're not as direct as we are. So if you have a feeling that you think that this is going to be serious, say it. What do you have to lose? You only have to gain. You only have... But I mean, I mean what's, what's the earliest... What's, what's the earliest you can say that? It depends on how early you feel it. Ooh. As soon as you feel I usually it, feel as by, soon, I usually feel it at the end of the first. Time. As soon as you feel that you think this is something that could be a serious relationship and something that you see can go long term, and this is something that you told me, tell the shotgun, hey, this is something that I could see. What's the downside? You know, and always, I always most, yeah. our, what's the downside? Always so, so important. Yeah, once once you're like really getting those feelings, second date, third date, right. fourth, whatever it is, the first few weeks, tell the shotgun, be like. I'm I'm really serious about this girl. Mm-hmm. I want to get married. The girl, tell to the shotgun, say, you know, I understand that you want to keep the information very privy for the first date, for the second date, because you don't know what the other side's going to render. When you get to that point where you're really comfortable and you're you're kind of feeling things and seeing things go positively, mm-hmm. you know, someone's got to say something. Yeah, don't be afraid to to say that. And it's not even that you shouldn't care what the other. If your relationship 
decisions are all based on what the other side is thinking, then that's not really, you're not putting your emotional capacity into it. Who gives a damn what they're thinking? It's about how you feel about them in this relationship. And if they don't reciprocate with a similar feeling, then you're on different pages. Well, unfortunately, look, I, I, in a perfect world, I think that's absolutely warranted, but realistically, girls play games guys i wouldn't say they they play games but i think i think they're just they just don't know so but well let's say both parties play games you know sometimes you do have to play off the other person you might want to mm-hmm. tell the shark and after whatever number of dates it is you know before you're kind of committed like uh you know i have to get back like i want to wait a few hours to to let the other side uh to get back if I want to go out again. I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you waiting? Just, can we, like, what, what, what are we, big, why are we yeah, playing games big, How hard is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to be convinced now. Okay, for some people it is there's hard. There's no draw. But for some people it is hard to make that decision early on. That's why I recommend just going straight to the person you're going out with. Dump the shotgun as early as you can. Always dump right. them as early as you can because... You put them on the spot, they're going to make a decision right, really right. based on what they, they feel. They feel a chryas. Mm-hmm. To you, they, not to a shotgun. To you, yes. Like it's they, very easy to say no to a shotgun. Mrs. Neymark said that. <laughs> I don't. I never heard Mrs. Neymark. I think I did, maybe. I actually. You heard it. What did he tell you? You, you called me up <laughs> that night. You're like, oh, IJ, best episode ever. Where did you find this lady? <laughs> Matchmaking isn't just about dating, it's also for learning. High Five 613 is a nonprofit dedicated to matching one on one Chavrusa learning wherever or whenever you're looking to learn Torah at no cost. That's right, this service is free and its mission is to promote Talmud Torah to those who don't have any learning opportunities during the week. To get matched with a rabbi or educator, go to highfive613.org, that's highfive613.org, or email info at highfive613.org to set up a study partner today. Hey guys, this is Yona from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about I Like Ike Marketing. I Like Ike Marketing serves all marketing and communication needs, including web design, branding, graphics, Facebook and Instagram ad campaigns, logos, social media, and more. To get the full deets and explore their services, go to likeike.net or call 516-399-1000. Okay, so now you're in a serious relationship, Avery. Um, It's getting there. Okay, like you met the parents, you're you met the family, you're getting up to that engagement time or whatever. What are what are some what are some other things in a serious relationship? What else? What has to be done? Talk to me here. Talk to me. I feel like mm-hmm. Ariel Katz over here. Ariel, tell me, okay. tell me, Avery, <laughs> Avery, tell me, tell me. You're Flappish Dad, right? Flappish. Okay. Yeah. I knew it. I knew you're from Flappish. That guy's, that guy's something else, huh? <laughs> we miss you, Ariel. Come back. All right, go. Yeah. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are things that you need to know about a serious relationship? Many things. Open communication is the biggest thing that you can have. Making sure that everyone's on the same level of... That you're both expecting something from each other and that your expectations 
are set to something that's realistic and attainable within what the other one should be, which could be a lot of different things. It could be, are you going to be going to Minion every day? Are you going to be learning every day? Are you going to be working every day? Where are you going to be working? What are you going to be doing? Do you like your job? Are you leaving your job? Are you quitting your job? Do you have future plans? Do you want to stick around? Do you want your wife to be working? Do you want her to be there for the kids? Do you need her to be working? You know, these are things that should and need to be fleshed out and discussed while you're dis- while you're in that uh, stage of serious relationship, meeting the parents. These are things that the expectations should be set and they should be ch- as truthful, as honest as you can possibly make them because, first of all, I think you don't want to start a relationship, a marriage with something that's not truthful. And if this is the person that you do expect to be living with the rest of your life, they're going to find out every single thing about you. You know, your parents live with you for the rest, your entire life. Most of us who do have parents, I think all of us do, hopefully, you know, or at least we live with them. But whoever we live with our entire life, they know basically everything about us. I I know your roommates from Yeshiva in Israel and they know you pretty well and you know them Pretty yeah, well. my parents. I my lived with one of them. <laughs> no, but we know things about them that say the people they were married to before they got married didn't exactly know that this is something about them. And it could be good or bad. It could be yeah. they're just messy. It could be they're, you know, really they snore. It could be something like they are extremely lazy or not motivated. Yeah, you I don't want to work. You 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 uh you you become perceptive right. to that once you really ha- start hanging your out with those partner people. Your life partner and the person you want to marry is going to find these things out. So be truthful about your life expectations and communicate it to them. And I can understand why people would fear being honest. Yeah, about look, things. I I, can, I, I, can get I personally, it. you know, I have my chesrayos and I don't, it, it, you know, you can't bring up those war stories too early, it, you know, and then even when you are, you want to let that person know, it's it's so tough to convey. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, you you kind of get aware of your spouse's, what your 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 partner, or whatever, you know, the the opposite. You, know, you become aware of the girl, or the guys. Uh, Flaws, flaws, flaws. Their pet peeves. You get, you're aware of it, mm-hmm. and you feel a little content or complacent to actually bring that up ever. Um, hopefully, that relationship you complement each other. You know, complement each other. You know, meaning, you know, you bring certain skills and they bring other skills, mm-hmm. and you can really. Make magic together. And then push each other to be better, I think is always better. Something that comes up. Well, I remember when Coach Hannah was on here uh, many episodes ago with us, you, me, and uh, the other person. I don't remember who, who that one was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that uh, lady whose name was. Um, <laughs> Misty. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to have like a lot more problems in editing. That's all. Mm, yep. So Coach Hannah was on and. She always told us that, you know, with that episode, we were talking about how you know you're getting serious, 
Right. Now, and, and I think she was like, the best hell was, you know, incorporate the person in future plans. That is like the ubiquitous answer right there. Like, mm. it's so perfect to just incorporate people in future plans and never say it early. Because one time I say, I said it facetiously, just as a joke to the girl. And it was like, it was, the, I saw in her eyes, she got scared. Like, this girl was insane. Like, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, you really have to watch everything you say. Letting everyone know out there, you can't even joke around with it. But once you're once you're hearing the other side, you know, and then we want to incorporate this person in future plans, future mm-hmm. plans. So you know, at that point, like, okay, hey, this person, like, this is this is getting serious. So now you you know you are serious. You're having those conversations. A lot of people would say that it's probably it might be better to talk about certain things during engagement time. Do you concur? Like what things? Well, serious things. <laughs> such as? Uh, such as, uh, uh, you know, things that are serious when you're, uh, before you're married. Yeah, I'll, I'll say to that, <laughs> that I think I do agree with Coach Hannah's assessment that getting serious, you should incorporate someone else in your future plans. That's a big sign. That was very hard for me, actually. That part of incorporating or talking about someone else in my plans. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard. I'll, and I'll tell you why. Because it's it's another step, another level of commitment to, oh, it's actually, like, oh, you're actually part of this yeah. thing that we're, oh, okay. So it's not just, hey, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, you know, and then that's it. No, no. It's like, oh, what are we going to do? Or what do you, that's very difficult um, when you're in the relationship to get over. What? If you ever if you ever dated someone like who had a broken engagement or divorced, um, like does that ever get brought up? Do you know? I don't. I don't know honestly. I only went out with one girl who had a broken engagement. Yeah, broken engagement also, yeah, surprisingly. I've been out with a divorced girl. Um, but yeah, they like they don't bring that stuff. I never got serious with one, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. But I guess yeah, Shine. So. Yeah, like, uh, you know, it's it's fun. Like, it, it, I think it also, look, it's all a risk and it's all being very vulnerable. And I know those are very progressive, hippie, liberal terms. It, it is, though. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've met families. I've hugged nieces and nephews. I've kissed babies <laughs> from my dates. And, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a real, it's a real... It's such a pleasant time in your life when you're, you know, whether you guys make it or not, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not going to say the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, like, oh, that's exactly what the Abish the one. And no, 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 let's see. I for sure agree with that, but it's not, it's such a good moment in time to be in. Like, you're not worrying about getting resumes. You're not worried about kind of taking, you know, where you are with this girl, where you are with that other girl. You're going into it like you're there with the, you're there with this person, and you're just at peace. Easily, easy, simple enough to say. Now, you know. Uh, go ahead. Be a new thought. So. Oh, yeah, it's, no, it's a new thought. Oh, I'll edit it out. It's okay. Yeah, here's something you want to have happen in no, your no notes. <laughs> I know. Here's something you want to have happen in your serious relationships. I think. I think you want, <clears throat> I'm not going to say conflict. I'm not going to say challenge. 
you want challenge. You want diversity. Yeah. You want to make sure that it's not just your opinion being heard and it's not just their opinion being heard. You know, you're not a doormat. They're not a tyrant. And when you challenge each other in the relationship, it brings out the new person, a new couple that comes up with things together that has nothing to do with what was I and what was you. It's what is we. I think that's really something that, you know, I've learned a lot about recently. Um, I I totally, a hundred percent. The challenge, the challenge aspect is so crucial. It's such a good thing to go through. And, <laughs> I, I I'm telling you, like I, I there's this one guy I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. you know he we we've been in dating for this guy's been in dating for a, a while, and you know what these guys always get to resume great mindset, you know, and uh, he, he always is like I love when there's a challenge it it's the biggest bracha it's the biggest I love when there's an argument you know, and uh, you know yeah he, he, like <laughs> he's not dating that girl anymore. But he had such a good point. He, I'm like, I didn't know. I never understood what he was saying mm-hmm. until I actually got into a challenge myself, and I didn't even realize it was it was a challenge. I mean, basically, I mean, it was a bit of an argument. Let's say, you know, it's like I didn't realize I'm in that argument challenging situation at that point. But we got into it, and it was it's so crazy because like Ajam just takes away your bechira. I just my tongue slipped at the wrong moment. <laughs> and I feel in many ways her like her sensitivity was heightened. So literally like God put us in that situation single handedly. I just said, you know, and it just brings on like mm-hmm. the best in people. And I say best because that's what you want. Like even if it's the worst, you know, that person were the it, it, it's the best situation to be in because now you're in a bubble. Now you're in a potential conundrum here. And this can end something. This can break something. This can make something. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you have to have the will. You got to have the will. I mean, I remember with this girl, we were, she was med- we were talking about something like local Jewish politics with the VOD, with, um, you know, like uh, the VOD. So the, the Kashrus agencies, you know, and it was just a slip of the tongue for me. I really like, I, you know, I knew better because I knew like it's not worth getting into. But I was like, I had to say it. And her like sensitivity just hype like skyrocketed. And it never did. She was such a chill girl. So here we are. We're like, we're talking about something so egregious for no reason. We're just talking about, but there was a real machlekes. Mm-hmm. And I think... It really, it really helped our relationship, but at some point, I mean, this girl just, she did, you know, I wasn't the one, she wasn't the one, whatever. I really liked her. She could call me back. You know who you are. Over the VOD. Over the VOD, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the same. And then like everything else after that just started collapsing. Mm-hmm. And it was sad because we met families. We were, we, we were very serious and it wasn't meant to be. But the diversity brought out it, it really exactly did. Exactly. It really did. You needed to bring out. I was, I really felt the second it happened, I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I, I told her right away, I'm like, this, you know, like this could make us, like we could, we could get engaged after this. Mm-hmm. I think some people think that like a serious relationship is going to be all bliss and 
the way I see it and other people don't and we'll leave it at that. And it's fine because that, you know, brings out the conflict. I think I'm more realistic oriented as opposed to idealistic in life anyway. But the challenge is that relationship is in the way I view it is marriage, relationship, life, work. It's 80% suffering. (laughs) Literally, eighty percent awful. You're eighty percent terrible. I might, I might just agree at this point. I'm just like, and I'm gonna shit a dry. Yeah, no, spell, no, it's so. eighty. It's terrible. It's going to be hard and difficult and arduous and and uh, challenging in every which way that you can possibly conceive of. And that's the way I view it. I mean, you can't say that it's going to be just a blissful. You know, walk in the park la, with unicorns. La, la, la. Are there mo- let me ask something. Are there moments in a serious relationship that it should be? La, di, la, di, la, di, la. And I, I do think there is, Avery, and you'll you'll give your follow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as we were talking in the prep, I was yeah. telling you, like when I had to meet this girl's parents, um, and not like a sit down meal like engagement talk. We're talking like uh like I was going in after Shabbos, early Shabbos day, where I was like meeting them. We're gonna sit down a little bit and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I was nervous for like the second she mentioned it. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! You know, I had to get a haircut, had to buy a new Shabbos shirt, did get my sh- you know work on my Schwitz stains, like everything here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Finally, I meet them, and after you know, I get the text from her like, you "Did great, they love you." Like after the whole. I was like in La La Land. I was like, oh, okay. I had a few days. I had a, I had like, I don't know, four or five days. I was in La La Land. I was like, oh, perfect. Like, you know, there's just that vacation, newlywed kind of feeling that you're like, oh, this is great. So I think there are those scenarios. There will be moments. Yeah, of course there's going to be moments. But that shouldn't be, you know, your life isn't vacations and holidays and, you know, all bliss. The vacations happen once or twice a year. We know Joe Biden's is. Yeah. But that only happens once or twice a year. Right? You know, it's your birthday party and you're having a great time. But, you know, every day you're going to work and you're even keel and you're up and down. And, you know, you have your daily difficulties and struggles and you just bring that into your relationship. And you're going to be living with each other every day. You're going to get used to each other. And if you think it's going to be all bliss, you're sadly mistaken. If you think it's going to be all awful, you're also mistaken. What do you mean, boy, that, sir? It's going to be a mix. (laughs) It's going to be a mix. And if you're in a relationship where you think it's completely bad and you're fighting and arguing all the time, then you should probably see someone. And if you think it's, if everything's too great, and happy and there's not an issue in the world you should also see someone i strongly encourage couples therapy at a certain point Mm -hmm. i i have done it um i've seen people do it so many so many people everyone out everyone on the podcast is like oh yeah we know we know um but by couples therapy i don't literally mean like actually going to a therapist but even like uh you know, discuss them everyone out with a girl and like her, you know, her older sister was like a mother, very close. I got along with her and, you know, we like, we just all met up one day and we really, we were able to hash things out. It was really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. If you want to actually see a therapist, I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's helpful. I had a great, I had a great time with that. I feel like it could be very helpful actually, the, that setting. Uh, but I mean, yeah, realistically, I think most people do know that. 
And and that's probably why these these girls out there, their guard is so high up because they know like they're working and they're and they're in the world. And it's like, wow, oh, my God, like I got to feel I got to find some hotshot guy who can handle all this stuff. Mm hmm. And a guy like a guy doesn't think about this until he's at a certain age, and then at the certain age, he's like, he's like, I'll do it with anyone, and it's better than being single. That's that's where we are now. Mm -hmm. Avery, thank you so much for coming on. Avery, you've been gone for so long. You meant this Avery, okay? Yes. Um, Can you can you tell the uh, the audience like uh, tell them uh, tell them I'm doing a good job. But the business side of the podcast is still doing very well. So let's. Yeah, let's anyone who's interested in uh, in advertising with us, it's uh, Nobody Talks Yudachim Podcast on Instagram. Nobody Talks Podcast at AOL.com, right? Is that our email? Right? Unless it changed. Uh, let's see. We're working on 844 Shaduchim. That's going to be our phone number coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And Avery's number is 212 516. Go to hell. I thought that was Fredo's number. Oh, yeah. But we're just two idiots talking. And if you can relate to this and if you get some momentary joy from not thinking about how down and depressing shit updating is or life in general is, then I guess we did a decent job. Um, and that was really my goal from the beginning where we set out is to give you guys like, or at least myself, a temporary outlet where we can just flesh out discuss some hot button topics that we think weren't being discussed thank you for the cheers that we didn't think were being discussed or wanted to just put more attention onto in a fun light and humorous matter that you can't get on the new york times dating column or you can't get on the bachelor or yeshiva world yeshiva world or the lakewood scoop or your rebbe sheer or your parents or your best friend, or your cousin. And to leave and off, going. Avery, this song is for you. Avery, guys, former Yeshiva Boys Choir. Bucker. <laughs> choir X. I was just in it for the pictures because they thought former I Former captain cute. of Yeshiva Boys Choir baseball team. Amar Rabbi Akiva. And now you wonder why RJ was not accepted to the Miami Yeshiva Boys Choir. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been real on my end. I'll take this as my cue, my Hollywood music, my Oscars. I finally won my Oscar. Nobody talks to you on podcast. Episode 34, 38, 38. Happy face, smiley face. This is Nobody Talks You Different Podcast.
This episode is sponsored by Chicago Chesed Fund in honor of the Shas for Shaduchim campaign. The initiative gives singles, their friends, or family members a meaningful way to bring about Shaduchim. On Tu B'Shvat, the 28th of January, hundreds of Loimdim will complete Shas in 24 hours in the Chus of Kla Yisrael's Shaduchim. By sponsoring a DAF for $100 on behalf of a single, you can help harness the immense Kedusha and power of Limud HaTorah in their Zuchus. To sponsor a DAF, go to Shas, the number 4, Shaduchim.org. That's Shas for Shaduchim.org. Org. Each sponsorship allows you to submit five Tehillim names with a special coupon NTS. Use that at shasforshaduchim.org to submit an extra name. All proceeds go directly to Chicago Chesed Fund and their many programs and services that help with Shaduch challenges and bring singles closer to their Sivukim. To learn more about Shas for Shaduchim and to sponsor a Daf and Zchusov single, visit shasforshaduchim.org or call 847-679-7799, extension 170. That's 847-679-7799, extension 170. Alchi's Media Network.